I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway... Join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, do you, have you guys ever, do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima, oh. Zima's, Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. Following the following journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. We're back. Yeah. It all started down as a wrinkle in his brain when Nate hit a brand new guy hit a positive game setting out on a journey. Cast into the masses, formed a pop family kicking audio asses. Now the walking dead is dead, and the end game was won. But the war it isn't over because the battle's just begun. The boys are back in action, can't you see? Nate and Brando laid down the OGs of JIC. What's up, Tutorinos? Welcome back to another episode of the OGs. What, what, what? What's going on, guys? Brando here, along with Nate. How's it going, dude? You know, it's going pretty good here. Uh, it's been uh, a few weeks since we got to sit down and talk. And we got a pretty cool episode lined up for you guys today. We're going to talk about how we are creative and all the different things that we do and things that we come up with and all this wacky little stuff going on in our brains. However, before we get started, before we get started, I want to let you guys know how much of a treat this has been for me. We're not in the last episode yet. We have one more. Getting close, Uno though. Mas. Uno Mas. Uh, the baby date has been moved up. Uh, we are scheduled to uh, be induced. You know what? The other day I said we are scheduled to be inducted. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh, we're scheduled going to be Going into the baby hall of fame. Hey, we're going in, into the two-kid hall of fame on the 12th. That is the that, that, Unless he comes early, that is the deal. Now, what happens if he comes early? Well, uh, he comes early. That's all, that's all I can say. What is still going to happen is exactly what I said is going to happen. You guys are going to get eight episodes of the OGs for this year. I don't necessarily want to call this a season one. I don't don't even want to call it that because I don't see any reason why we would have to segment it into seasons when we come back after the new year. Especially when we're going to have the same kind of style going. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we can if things get bad enough, like within our schedules. With, if we, we take we'll, a long pause. Well, because, I mean, <laughs> it will be a long pause in between eight and nine. Or whatever. I, I don't know. Uh, I just, you know, I want to take a break. I'm, I'm pulling back my own show, Game Addicts. I'm pulling that back to every other week. And I've actually already recorded uh, one episode in advance where I do a new, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing something called Deep Dive. And where I, I take a game that I near and dear to my heart, or a game that I, preferably a game that I've just beaten. So that way it's fresh in my brain. And uh, I wrote down notes. I wrote down two and a half pages of notes, and I just dived in to Final Fantasy VIII because I played the remaster on the Switch. And it's a game that I feel like gets a lot of hate, and, and not all of it is, is due. I think it is still a really good game. Hate and, for eight, huh? You know uh, yeah, it, you know what? It, it was largely considered the worst game in the series until 13. 13 has now kind of taken that. People hate that game. 
It's really uh, bizarre. I remember <laughs> in our youth, man, here's a good throwback story. I remember literally sitting in your room on your bed watching you play Final Fantasy VIII like several times. I watched okay. you play and okay. beat that game. So here's a story for you. Um, since that's what we do here on the show, and we are just two and a half minutes in, and we're already going deep I thought you into were about to call us. Hold on. I thought you were about to call us two and a half men. And I was like, what the fuck? Where's the other half? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? So, you know, we used to hang out with our bandmates and uh, – and we would spend the night at Jason's house. And Fuck uh, yeah. there was one night where, uh, you know, like, and, and oftentimes we would, like, you and me would be up later than Jason or anything like that. He'd kind of zonk out and, like, I'm going to bed. I went hard in the paint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, like, I, I was playing through eight or something uh, again, and uh, my PS1 copy was kind of glitched out. Do you remember this? And okay. like uh, th- the last boss, the very last boss, Ultimicia, Ultimicia, I'm sorry, Ultimicia, I, I Ultimiss you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you Ultimiss me. <laughs> God damn it. That's so the dad jokes just keep rolling out. <sighs> well, I'm going to be twice over, so I got to double down. Uh, Ooh. So... She did some sort of spell that did a graphical thing, you know, like, and it messed the graphics up where all the characters and everything on the screen, you can still make out the characters and her, her character model, but it was all like, it looked like stained glass. It was all like different colors and shit. And we're like, and then when the menu popped up, you couldn't read anything. Yeah, you had to like blindly. I remember you blindly beat this, didn't you? Yes, I. And the only reason I knew it is because I had memorized already the things that I needed to do, what they were. Because, because uh, if anybody's never played a Final Fantasy before, especially the old types, you'd have this little menu box, and you'd have like a couple of different options. You click one, and then you would click like attack, or you click an item, Heal. and then or you know you magic or item, and go to another screen, another box where you'd click. And you had to find it, but you couldn't read them. It was all jumbled. It was mishmash. And the only reason why I knew what it was is because I, I I had it memorized because I had to place them in certain places. And I, yeah, you said, I, I'm like, oh crap, what just happened? <laughs> man, I remember that. That was so bizarre because I think that that time was at Jason's, right? Is that how mm-hmm. I'm okay? So see, there's also like a a different memory and. It's coupled also not actually. I think I know that the time this happened, which was the same time we did the uh, that Halloween party is the crow and Joey. Yeah, uh, but I think I think during that time you played and beat eight as well. So I had already seen you, and I mean I had already seen you conquer that game a couple times over at that point. So I'm pretty sure the time you're speaking of was maybe the first time I watched you beat it, and. I was absolutely stunned that you did it without reading a single fucking thing. You just <laughs> knew. The muscle memory was real, bro. Oh, man. I remember there was one time, it was like some wrestling game, where you're like, dude, I wish Sting was in this. I'm like, well, I'll make one. And I just went into the creative thing and made like a custom surfer Sting or whatever. Like, no, like... Back then, you'd have to go online. You'd have to get like a like a like a cost sheet, like a do this, do this one, and make it this with, color with this number of the thing on the grid. I just did it, just like messing around. 
Yeah. And then you figured out you were pretty good at that. Do you remember that one time Jason fibbed us hardcore and told us he had bought a game with wrestlers from both companies? Like, do you, do you recall that at all? No. <laughs> I, like, I don't know if it was a rib, like, he was fucking with us, or if he, like, genuinely was trying to get, a, like, this, this lie over or whatever. But, like, he was, like... Because I said something about, like, God, wouldn't it be really neat if Rey Mysterio could, like, face Kane or something? And he's like, oh, I got a game at home that can do that. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, it's it's everybody's on the same game. And I was very confused and did not think that was real. And I'm pretty sure it's not fucking real. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> like, the only uh, shitty-ass game that I remember had a bunch of, like, amalgamation of wrestlers was the Legends of Wrestling game. It was awful for McLean. Oh, yeah, I, I do recall that. Uh, I remember... Uh, so this is an old, okay, this goes way back. This was one of the first times I think us as like a quote unquote band hung out. It was the night that I broke the string. If you can recall that. Oh, with the, the bass string. No, 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 no. While that is crazy and that's, that's its own story. No, we were at Jason's on his acoustic and I was like trying to tune it. And I got to the high E and I just fucking tuned that thing till it snapped. Because <laughs> I, I didn't know what that. the fuck I was doing. <laughs> so, anyways, you J, Jason's family was really liberal in in how they kind of operated. Jason could cuss, you could be saying whatever the fuck you wanted, and there was no real filter in that house or whatever. And sometimes Jason would kind of just like cross lines. And I remember one time he's like, "They've got wine." Okay, have I ever, have I ever like fully told you this story? Like from my perspective back then, no. Oh, strap in, buddy. This is about to be fucking hysterical for you. Okay, so we all were drinking a little bit of wine, right? Jason had us try it. It was like a one-glass thing, and I had maybe like five sips total. And I mean baby-ass sips because I didn't really like the taste, and I didn't want to say nothing. And I just was like trying to play it off or whatever. Well, I'd never had any alcohol in my body ever until that point, ever, okay? (laughs) So... My stomach starts to churn, and I'm like, oh, something's not right, okay? <laughs> so you guys were hanging out, and I, you might have been playing, like, Metal Gear or something in the living room. I, I don't I don't fucking recall. You might have been playing music. I don't know. I was like, guys, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And I went into Jason's bathroom, and I felt like I had to shit so bad, but nothing was happening. And I started to get worried, and I was like, oh, my God, I drank the wine. It's making me where I'm going to die. And here's why I thought that. Because, true story, this kid we went to school with, PJ Bailey, right? Mm -hmm. Do you remember him, right? Yeah. His cat or his mom's cat or some shit, his mom's friend's cat or some fucking amalgamation someone's goddamn cat had drank alcohol and shit its liver out or something and died (laughs) so here i am on the toilet thinking that's about to happen to me (laughs) i just constipated you know i probably needed i probably needed the wine to to actually help me out there but So, so anyways, I think, I think everything was okay and I got out of there and I didn't die, obviously, (laughs) but yeah, that was the first time I drank, man. That was a, that was a wild ride of a night. 
for sure. Oh man. Uh, well that really gets us right into sort of like our topic. Now we are going to do a full episode about the band. Uh, we, we keep mentioning the band. The band was Draxus. It was me and Nate, uh, Jason and Mason, and later on, uh, Tony and, uh, and then, uh, Nate's dad, Nate's dad, Jim. Uh, and then lastly, Dustin. And then lastly, Dustin, yes. Who's and, our final uh, member. So uh, we are going to do a full episode, a full retrospective, and tell a bunch of stories. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do that, because I think there might be enough stories for two episodes. Uh, it, especially if we kind of divide it up in like first half and then latter half. Oh, first era, second era. There are so many different kinds of stories. Yeah, so like... For sure. I, I think we might do that, because uh, there's definitely enough stories in there. Especially if we go deep into it uh, and go like right along the pathway, uh, I mean, it, it's going to be some interesting episodes. We've touched on some of this stuff, uh, I think, on my episode of Voice of Survival. Some of it was brought up there, but this is going to be a little bit more deep dive, you know, uh, deep dive into just the band and not so much, uh, you know, like yeah, we'll talk about the stuff around it, sure, the, you know, the people, the characters, the story, everything, but the focus will definitely be the band. Today we're going to be talking about how we are creative. Oh yeah, and uh, all the things that we do. This was Nate's idea, and I liked it. I liked it a lot because there are things that I do uh, that are creative that aren't seen or heard by anybody. And uh, and then of course I'm sure that there's you know Nate's got stuff going on as well. Uh, he does play music, so I'm I, I'm interested. Nate, what brought about this? Uh, what brought about this uh, this topic? Well, man, it's actually pretty interesting. What brought this topic about this week is that while we're being extraordinarily busy, we're also winding the band down. We're about to go on a little bit of a hiatus. Not in a really a hiatus, I would say. We're just going to start limiting our appearances in favor of working on another thing. And I, I, I cannot say more, unfortunately. But in all of that, we're just trying to get our creative juices flowing. And there is this lecture going on in Chicago. Uh, actually, a couple days after you and I go and see Metallica. And that lecture is with David Lynch, the guy who created Twin Peaks. Ah. And he's he's a weirdo. He's a visionary. But it's about creativity. And every time I've heard this dude speak, like, I don't even really get down on his movies. I don't really like Twin Peaks. It's just not my jam. Not my cup of tea. But every time I hear him speak, I'm just like, fuck, he knows what's going on. And I want to just soak that energy up. And just being in the same room as that person would be amazing. Who knows? Maybe we'll run into him. You don't. You just don't know how things are going to transpire when you go to something like that. So this is a cool opportunity. It's a Chicago event where it's it's all about just being creative and, and trying to, you know, push those outlets to the world and let people know that creativity is important. And that was what kind of led me to this podcast because <clears throat> there are so many things that you do that are creative. And I think you and I have a lot of different creative outlets as you said, some people know, some people don't know. Uh, but I think creativity is very important for people to become balanced and happy with themselves. And it's not even necessarily about creating for others. Just creating for yourself can be enough to help you overcome whatever it is you're dealing with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that when I get into a funk... Uh, whether I, I, there's a lot of like a lot of times I end up doing a, you know, a lot of creative things just on my own. Uh, 
But anyways, like when it, when I get to a moment where I, I'm just like all over the place and, and really don't know what I'm doing as far as creativity goes, there I have a couple different things that are like on reserve back here in the brain uh, sure. that I do, and one of those things is a story that actually kind of started with when we were when we were in high school. Wow. Yeah, it's still back in there. It, uh, it's still going. And uh, one of the reasons why uh, is that I found it, man, years ago now. I was going through some old stuff. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, it's. Do you remember when we started coming up with ideas for like something along the lines of like, uh, like a fantasy type thing? We gave everybody characters. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know if you remember that. It was like it was like a whole Zane and Train. No, 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 no. That is another thing. That was Jason and me, kind of coming After. up with. Our, uh, no, no. This was uh, <laughs> this idea that was that was come up with. Uh, I can't remember why it was. Uh, I had come up with some name for somebody, and it was like, like I can't remember if like. It started. I, I want to say in my brain now. I am. I, I might be wrong. That it started off with the with with the with the name of the of of, of the queen because this was like a, a a like like a fantasy type story. And uh, well, uh, the each of the people who sat near us at lunch or whatever got characters, and it was like me, you. Uh, this uh, you know this other girl i think your sister even got a character and they were just all awesome. it was like this big full round cast of just crazy like it was almost like if you if, if it would have been a medieval story but it would have been like uh, like a mel brooks or a or like a uh a uh oh come on uh monty python Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Right. A completely spoof, not serious, in the slightest. It's like a medieval show that takes place during the lunch hour. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's fucking incredible. So, man, how this starts is with the queen's name. And I cannot remember the name of the girl. I remember her face, but I cannot remember her name. And I believe she was in our class, but I don't really remember. It's it's one of those things that like I didn't know her until senior year, kind of, or junior senior year. Ah, uh, yeah. And like, I, I I didn't grow up with her. Or, or, I don't know. Anyway, wasn't that Brittany girl? Was it that moved from here, Rochelle? No, they no, both had moved. No, no, no. I can't remember her name for the life of me. Uh, but. Somehow, like, we were joking around about her being a queen. And somehow, like, we were just trying, then we tried to come up with a name for her. And, like, like we were, so we were like, well, what's your favorite? You know, it was almost like, like we're doing, like, the porn names, but it wasn't quite that. It wasn't like the pet with this. It was like, uh, and how we, I can't remember. It was Queen Irene Beatrix Surfin de Malibu. Do you remember that? That, yeah. And as soon as you said that name, like a thousand faces just popped in my brain about who that might be. Okay, okay. So, but that's too long to have on a like on a mailbox. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 so it's abbreviated. You know, Q I B surfing to Malibu. 
heavy surfing to Malibu. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. Awesome possum. All right. So, like, I came up with all these characters. There was Sir Bob the Manslayer. <laughs> there was the great wizard Tautunian. <laughs> there was uh, Princess Hot Fiona Hotbutt. There was Prince John Mc, John McCharman. <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh... <laughs> John McCharman. <laughs> All right, so I I found this and laughed my fucking ass off because I even started writing out like a whole thing, like a whole like where Sir Bob. And the great wizard Tautunian had to go on a quest to defeat the deadly pterodactyl swarm that had been affecting the local farms. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't die, homie. I won't. Don't die. Right. So, I I laughed so hard re- like reading this. This is absolutely ridiculous. And, and, you know, it's it's awful writing. And so I came up with, I'm like, okay, so this is a parody of, like, just medieval stories. Okay. So I kind of, like, fleshed out more characters and fleshed out the entire story. So sure. uh, the story is called Fairland. And it is the, it's, it's called Fairland, the most epic fairy tale ever told. And it's, since it's a parody in, in what it's, in its time frame, it's also a parody in a way of a princess bride because the whole story is told. Uh, so there's this kid sneaking in the house. He's like 18, 17, 18. And he's really stoned. Mason. There's no, okay. So that, uh, since, okay. So those original character names were based upon our friends group. Okay. Sure. Now this is stuff I've added in the, in like the last five years. So I added this new start segment oh. in. So he's in the bathroom washing his face, you know, trying to get the stink off of him, whatever. And his little sister, <gasps> he thinks, "Oh crap, that's mom or dad," and it's her. And he's like, "You, you've got to go to bed." She's like, "I can't sleep." Go, come on. So he goes to get her in bed. And, she goes, you know, can you tell me a, like a story? A story. <laughs> and then his brain comes up with this concoction. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And oh, that's awesome. All right. So the whole story goes is that uh, Sir Bob the Manslayer has uh, knocked up Queen Serfin de Malibu. Um, she is she is pregnant. She was set to be married to uh, to King Seamus McCharman. From the uh, neighboring uh, kingdom of Dodgeland, and uh, you know they have uh, they have a port city and everything, and they were going to combine Dodgeland and Fair, the queendom of Fair, to make Fairland. You know, they're, okay. they're, Fairland uh, Fair has a lot of uh, farms. Sir Bob was a farmer, and uh, uh, there was an argument between. Is that Sir Bob of the Silent Variety? No, no. Okay. Nope. He, nope. He is not in this story. No, uh, I, I'm pretty sure uh, Sir Bob was given to me. 
And the, the funny thing is that he's killed no one. <laughs> but uh, there was a big confusion about who may have slayed someone. It was him. The queen was in an argument with King Seamus about their wedding and their nuptials. And she claimed that Sir Bob was her new boyfriend. And that has now caused a war. Uh, King Seamus is going to invade Fair and take it for himself. As well as the queen. And, and slay Sir Bob the Manslayer. Uh... He is not a knight. He's just a farmer. <laughs> He's just like, what am I doing? Oh no! Uh, yeah, yeah. So I there's a this terrible big, mistake. So there's this big, uh, big jousting tournament, and there is a uh, uh, there's a Chinese acrobat in there somewhere. Uh, Ishmael de Cashew. Um. <laughs> I don't know about that in 2019, but no. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that is that <laughs> is he's a Jewish a Chinese acrobat. Oh man. Who by the way is the actual father of the queen's baby? <laughs> Amazing. That, that that was the twist. Um but Prince Prince John McCharman, by the way they're Irish. Um and uh and Nick gave it away. Exactly, right? Uh Prince John and uh and Princess Fiona uh, are in love. So the children of the two people who are supposed to be married are actually in love. And uh, Question. Hmm. Does John McCharman eat Lucky McCharmons? <laughs> 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 That's the episode title. <laughs> Lucky McCharmons. All right, so <laughs> war breaks out. And Sir Bob oh, no. and the great wizard Tautunyan must go on another quest to rally support from the neighboring uh, uh, towns and, uh, and other lands to try and, and, and find support for a war. So that's where you throw in, like, they, they introduce a, a wacky version of Jack and the Beanstalk. You get all these other fairy tales kind of colliding together, making this weird amalgamation of a story, which results in... Uh, uh, the ending, the lie of the queen, and then uh, you have the king uh, being kind of defeated by Bob. Bob doesn't want the power, so the princess and the Prince John, you know, Prince John, they actually come together, and they make, uh, they 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 form a union. They get married, and thus they combine the kingdoms of Dodgeland and Fair. And uh, uh, Bob goes back to the farm, you know, and th the story ends with the line, and they all lived happily ever after, dot, 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 until the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've since expanded the story. And the next one parodies even more stuff. <laughs> because That's awesome. And uh, so there are two more stories, because it's now a trilogy. And uh, the subsequent stories are now called Tales of Fairland. And part two is now called Tales of Fairland, the seal of the six bodacious babes. Awesome. Which parodies Star Wars. It parodies okay. Zelda. It parodies Sweet. Final Fantasy. It cool. parodies more fairy tales. And it is literally... Beat for beat, as far as like the way it's set up with the kid coming home late one night, it's the exact same thing. He has to tell her another story, 
and then so he uh, it starts off with him telling her a whole new story. She goes, "No, I want to hear another story from Fairland." And then he's like, "Uh." And and of course, this is like set like in like the late '80s, early '90s. So it would be around the time that Star Wars and Zelda and all this stuff has come out. So he's just like this, <laughs> and uh, the new King John McCharman, and you know, and, and Queen Fiona. They've had a they've since had a child, a princess, and she is abducted by the Dark Lord Avalon, the brother of the Great Wizard Tautonian. Oh no! And uh, uh, it turns out. This baby is one of the uh, fabled princesses, which will break the seal into the other realm, the realm of darkness. And like, note that like a lot of the other uh, seals are broken with actual like princess type fairy tale, like Cinderella or uh, or like Rapunzel. Mm -hmm. But this one's an actual babe, like a baby. Oh, so like bodacious babe is like it's a play on words it's like well that's a baby yeah it's a babe get it <laughs> like but bodacious is like never mind what that means <laughs> uh so the king calls on sir bob once again for his help to, to, to save his child and, and, and to save the realm he reluctantly agrees and king john Sir Bob and the great wizard Tautanian set off on another quest. They must rally. Whoa. They must find support. They must find great, great warriors. So they, they visit a local pub where they announce we are, we are in search of great warriors to fight the dark Lord Avalon. And then like, will there be any takers? And there's like nobody. And all of a sudden you hear, I, you know, slam down the, the flagon. I'm a taker. And, and all of a sudden you hear John go, Father, oh, you didn't recognize me here, did you? Been living out here on the streets. You said you charged me for treason. <laughs> oh my god! It's like, it's like, and of course he looks very rough. You know, he's a ragged. He has a long red beard now. He's dirty. He hasn't bathed in months. It's like, it's like, what happened to you, father? You know, it's like, he's like, well, you know what the guy in the sky said at the end of the first one. <laughs> Until the sequel, he's like, he's like, uh, and they all lived happily. And they all lived happily after. I heard him. Until the sequel, everyone but me, I didn't. I'm living out in the streets. I caught the plague six months, uh, a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. You, you got the plague. I got better. I got... Thankfully, we have free health insurance. <laughs> We're not American. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think we are, capitalists? <laughs> Ooh. You know, it's... it. Essentially, uh, he joins in to try and redeem himself. And um, so you have this big crew of, of heroes, and you have this big final fight. And it's actually a big cliffhanger. Uh where uh, King Seamus actually betrays them and stabs the wizard Tau great wizard Tau Chunyan in the chest before he can defeat his brother. And then the seal is broken, the portals come, and like the entire realm is being spread into darkness, and the great wizard Tau Chunyan dies in the hands of Sir Bob. 
and uh, uh, in his dying breath, is like, only a paladin can defeat him. You must become a paladin. And that's when, in the real world, the mom comes in and says, what are you doing? It is way past her bedtime. And yours. Oh, sorry, mom. I I got up to go pee and she couldn't, you know, uh, she couldn't go back to sleep. So I was trying to help her out, you know. (laughs) It's like, get your butt to bed. He's like, and she's like, is that how it ends? He's like, no. (laughs) Next time. (laughs) So then the third one is called Tales of Fairland, episode six, Return of the Paladin. It's the third episode. I know. <laughs> Dude, but that's kind of cool because it has dual reference if you consider not only Star Wars, but also Final Fantasy. I know, right? Right, right. Six is three. That's awesome. So, But the beginning parodies uh, the Dark Tower with, with with our hero walking through like a, like a desert. And it's like a desert storm. <laughs> There's so I have so many like ideas, and the, the like the hard part is making the third one as funny as the first two, because it's a darker story because they're already in the dark realm. That is the hard part for me because I get into crafting the story part, like the more intricate parts, and I'm like, no, this isn't funny. I'm being serious with this. I can't get serious now. <laughs> Just, dude, think about like dark comedies like Birdman and shit, and write from that angle and make it like dark humor. Well, um, the change, everything is dark, even the humor. (laughs) (laughs) I really want to try and keep it the same. Uh, Yeah, darken it in tone, but I I still want to keep the same flavor. But, you know, like, especially. Well, yeah, especially that Leslie Nielsen type wackiness that's just absolutely ridiculous. In that script that I wrote way back in high school, there was this whole thing about how they ran out of money because uh, uh, because they uh, they went to this burger joint along the way. (laughs) <laughs> they spent all the money at the burger joint. Uh, that happened to the Misfits. That's funny you say that. Uh, and then there was something about lap dances. They were just <laughs> I thought you were going to say there was something about Mary. <laughs> no, but this was this is something like I've even expanded it past the three in a way. Like I, the story continues on with Bob as he gets older because in the in in the third one he meets a new. He meets the hero of the dark realm, and he's a knight, but he has a like, but he has a gun. So like they, like they call him a dark knight, and he <laughs> he's just <woof. laughs> oh, that's awesome. He's the dark knight, and it's funny because like in a way I have him talk like that, and it's. And it, and it's like, sir, you yeah, yeah, yeah speak kind of gravelly. The dark realm is harsh in a voice. <laughs> it's like, it's not been kind. It's not been kind. A lot of sand. Dirt devils. <laughs> Dirt devils. It's like, <laughs> it's like, <clears throat> I didn't always sound like this, you know. Not until I used to have a really high voice, <laughs> and it was like I I had some story about him getting laryngitis or something, and he just never recovered. Oh my god! It, it, it's just it's something stupid. But then I actually it's funny because go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say that there's I added more adventures with these two characters after like the main like 
you have the you know the first three stories where you have Sir Bob all through the three, and then another character comes in in the third act, and together they defeat the you know the Dark Lord, the Paladin, and then the, then the Dark Knight. Henceforth, you know that's kind of like Final Fantasy IV. You know uh, Cecil being the Dark Knight, becoming a Paladin, but this is like the two sides of the same coin helping defeat the you know you know the Dark Lord. Uh, but then like their adventures continue on like after that. The only issue is, again, trying to make them funny. Because I keep, like, when I, you know, when I start thinking about, like, some of the other stuff that I did, it to me, it it's always has a punchline. It always has something. Even if it's not a good punchline, it's like, okay, that's something for now, and then we can come back to it later and make it better if we can. But. Riff it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have another, like, story that I've written down, too. Uh, but that's, like, way in depth. And uh, you definitely get a turn now. After I've talked for like 20 minutes. <laughs> you definitely get a turn now. Great way to segue back to me. Man. Oh, uh, that's one way to do it. Fuck. Uh, no, first of all, I love that story idea. My brain goes to a thousand different creative places because the first thing in my head was this, that needs to be a podcast. Like, we need to just do that as an audio drama. It would be fucking hysterical. <laughs> you know? And then my brain got really getting twisty and crafty, and I was thinking about that like third book of yours or the third phase of the story or whatever. You're talking about the dark and everything, and then like I was, I, I just made the catty joke of like everything is dark, you know, even the humor. <clears throat> but it'd be really interesting if the twist is actually at the end of that story when you come out to the kid telling his kid sister. And it's like, she's like, oh, my God, that was a terrible ending. Like, it was brutal. Everyone died. Like, it was dark. What happened, you know? And then she realizes that in the real world, he is affected by the dark. And then, and then that those characters have they could have their own adventure. You know what I'm saying? Well, I also thought of an idea, uh, like, recently to where, like, in the story, there's, like, a drastic turn in the story. And she's like... That doesn't make any sense. It, like it was just, <laughs> it was just so drastic. It's like, it, it, it's like, like the like the that that doesn't make sense with her character. What do you mean? Like that just doesn't make any sense. Like you, you she she's the good guy. Why would she just suddenly be the bad guy? It's like, well, I mean, we only had so much time to tell this story. <laughs> 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 oh damn it's like sorry budget cuts yeah budget cuts doing our best here Jeez, i i can't keep staying up all night and telling you these stories you're 17 now <laughs> oh, well in 2019 you could also respond there like she's like that doesn't make any sense it was so drastic you'd just be like sorry cancel culture cancel culture <laughs> <laughs> the guy who wrote it got in trouble so we had to go up with a different idea <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, sorry. I couldn't do anything about it, kid. Sure, his story made more sense, but he's fucking gross. Sorry. Sorry, bro. He uh, he made some pretty bad jokes on Twitter. Fucking xenophobe. Oh, my God. Train of our existence blaring through. I hope your ears are okay, Brando. Well, that, that cicada is not as loud as the other cicada. <laughs> That's some cicada. <laughs> so, no, man, uh, it's funny because I talk about 
all the different, you know, really obviously created with the podcast network and having to come up with ideas and take other people's ideas and give them a vision and things of that nature. And obviously the band gives me an outlet for creativity. Really though, I love making art and I don't do it enough, but when I get inspired, I get like insanely inspired. Something hits me. I get a feeling I, you know, I see a visual image of something and I'm like, that is so fucking cool. I'd love to recreate it in my own vision and you know i tried painting with like acrylic paints and oil paints and shit like that and i didn't really ever enjoy it but i really got into spray painting several years ago yeah and not and and like you know most people think spray painting you think like graffiti tagging and sure i would love to try that and i probably would not be any good but maybe who knows uh but the the thing i really love to do is stenciling and it's a very intricate thing that allows my mind to almost compartmentalize working. And I get lost in sitting there cutting the paper and just cutting exact little tiny, don't make a fucking mistake or you'll notice it when it goes to the spray. You know, recently did a piece for Tyler. I was very happy with how it turned out. And, uh, you know, all in all, I've, I did, I, I've done it for a long time, man. I sold some of my paintings doing that and I've done commissions for people who wanted specific things specific ideas there was a lady the one time she'd never seen anybody do a Batwoman uh, piece and I did this spray paint Batwoman piece it was fucking amazing it was one of my favorites because I got the brightest most beautiful boldest color red for Katie Kane's hair so it popped off of the fucking canvas and then I had another guy who wanted me to do a Nova form so I did something like that you know just taking characters and bringing a minimalistic style to it it uh you you are forced to look in a different box and a different lens and and have to just like create with what you're given and that's one thing i really really like about uh doing that kind of art is just like and there are so many different concepts you come up with and you can get crazy and strange and you know i never had somebody tell me how to make spray paint art so i play by my own rules and i just do whatever i think is right and if it looks fucking dumb spray over it so fucking what like you'll just go again man do something different it's Uh, not a big deal yeah man yeah Yeah. i've always i've always thought that you do like some of your spray art's fucking awesome like like some of the stuff that you've done where there's like especially when there's no real like real line basis for it it's just stuff that like kind of comes right out of your like right out of your noggin you know what i mean yeah like that stuff's always like really really cool to see um i remember the turtles <laughs> one you did a long time ago uh you did a spider-man one that i thought was really cool um i remember i was gonna do uh, have you do one for me a long time ago and i don't remember if you remember what it was it, it was gonna be a mass effect one Mass Effect 3, it was the panel from the art book. I absolutely still have it in my head, and I'm still visualizing it. It's a hard piece. There's a lot of layers there, you know? There are. And you know what's funny? It's really funny that you mentioned that because I was just thinking after I did Tyler's piece that I'm probably ready to start working on a Mass Effect piece for you like that because genuinely when I was doing pieces years ago, I did it a totally different way. I I would... essentially make my stencils reverse of what people would would tell you to do. Uh-huh. So instead of like put black on the canvas and then cover black 
with the things that are going to be black and then paint over them with the lighter colors. I wasn't doing that. I was just like fucking making all these little tiny intricate stencils and setting them on top of each other and stacking them to fucking slowly spray. And it was a lot harder when I did Tyler's piece. I did the opposite and it went really easy. And I was like, that's how I'm going to do the mass effect piece. That's how I'll be able to build the fucking the background and get it to look the way I'm going to want it to look. And that's how I'm going to be able to get the fucking fire out of the sky coming down how it's coming when it's uh, coming towards the, I think there's a ship in that too. That's like in the forefront and he's walking towards it or something of that nature. Uh, or or Shepard is walking towards somewhere I think in it but it looks it's it's super iconic and uh yeah man it's funny to look at when you make art when you do things creative like I look at our network when you and I first started it and some of the graphic design choices we went with are amateur they're young early trying to get our feet and then now I feel like if someone comes to me with a show idea in my head, I just they say it and I visualize what they probably want it to project, at least in my head. And, you know, I think we we kind of had a test of that earlier this week when uh, I put together that special for us that uh, we aren't officially announcing. But soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, it, it, and it's just about just getting started. You know, um, I remember like. At one point, I was toying around with the idea of changing up the Game Addicts logo. And I could never get it to look right uh, based on what I wanted. And because of that, I'm like, okay, so if I can't get it to look right, that doesn't mean somebody else couldn't. But that also means that maybe there's just nothing wrong with what's here. True, yeah. You know, um, and and I just like, and I, and I completely shelved the idea. And it's like, all right. You know, it sometimes. So sometimes when you're when we like when you're doing a design and you're doing an idea, you get so hung up on making the idea work that you lose what you were trying to do to begin with. Uh, you you try this, you try that. You, you, it's almost like you're just too into it. And what you need to do is like if it's ever going to change, it needs to feel natural. It's like at, at, like at that point, you're working on it so hard that you're just trying to make it changed instead of making whatever the change is come to you. Exactly. It should come easy. If you're going to adjust something, you should just go, well, if this isn't going to work, what can I logically do the next step? And if you can think of that and it doesn't stress you out and it doesn't overwhelm you and you can come to a conclusion that works, boom, that's keeping your creativity alive. And I love that, you know, Mm -hmm. there are little drills and stuff like with writing music. I, I learned about this drill the other day where the drill is simple. You set a timer for 10 minutes. You, you press record. From the time you press record to the time the timer goes off, you have 10 minutes to write a song start to finish. No matter what comes out, if it's good, bad, indifferent, shit, whatever, you have to write a song in 10 minutes. And that forces you to be like, I only have so much time in these parameters, hurry. Which which makes you not think about it and stuff just comes out. Yeah. And that's what I love is when you transcend and you don't think about it. Like when I'm in the zone and we're announcing a bunch of shows for the band and it's like you got to pump out five flyers because we're announcing five shows okay fucking cool let me go get creative and just find something that just puts me in the right energy i mean the craziest thing happened the other day i found something that inspired me to do a flyer and it inspired me so much to do a flyer and we have no more shows to do flyers for right now (laughs) damn it you fucks i can't do anything about it so i'm just like in the back of my head that's an idea hold it off when it's time you can unleash it, you know? 
but I think creativity is is essential to centering and knowing yourself, especially if you have like ADD or OCD. I mean, <clears throat> back to the earlier part of the conversation, talking about the the game room or the the comic book room, as it were, and when you organize and set it up, you're using your creativity and whatnot, man. But you're also kind of zenning out when you do it. I don't know if that's the same for you, but when I'm putting together my space or like reorganizing the space or cleaning the space or whatever, it like relaxes me on a really weird level. I don't know how to really express, you know? Totally. I, I, I do. I, I completely feel you. Now, see, there are some times where I can actually get a little more creative than usual. Uh, sometimes I do that. And an opportunity to like when I make thumbnails for the uh, for the Game Addicts podcast, uh, sometimes those thumbnails are pretty pretty quick and easy. It's like, hey, what are we talking about this week? Oh, we are talking about uh, the Last of Us. Okay, so Picture the Last of Us. Whoop. Well, sometimes that and that's it. Sometimes like, well, like okay, so so this past week we talked about the Last of Us and Leaks Awakening, and the episode is called Ellie's Awakening, and uh, so I I try to find a picture of her with a bow. Specifically, just to have that tie-in. But there was a, a, a thumbnail that I did for episode 133, and the title is The War Against Violent Video Games HD Remaster. And <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's it was around the time that we had some of these, uh, we had another shooting, and they're like, video games, violent video games. And Trump was saying something like, you know, there, there's got to be a system put in place. We've got to have some sort of system. Where these vi- kids can't get a hold of these violent video games, they just can't go out and buy them. It's like it's called the ESRB, you motherfucker. Like uh, uh. dumbass. Anyway, you know this reminds me of that all that shit back in like the '90s. You know the '93, the, like the Mortal Kombat's, the um, uh, oh what was that one? Uh, I love that game. Bacha 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 bacha. I'm getting up. I have the game over here. Sure, please do, man. While he's getting up, I just want you guys to know you can check out the Journey into Comics Network every single day of the week at journeyintocomics.com. Get us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, Spotify, CastBox. Tune in and many others. Just search Journey into Comics Network. One feed. It's all you'll need. Welcome back, Brando. I just cut a quick promo. Yeah, you did. Hopefully, they will enjoy the promo. Well, I hope so, because you told everybody where they can reach our fine podcast. The game is called Night Trap. Uh, and it was the game where you like had girls running around in their in like their nightgowns away from these weird aliens that would like like suck up their like, it would like liquefy them anyway, you know, government's like this is unsafe, this is uh, this is obscene, and so what I did is I took an active picture of Congress, like uh, one of the pictures that's on the internet, and it's of our of our Congress, you know, okay, sure, and. Uh, when I, and what I'm going to do, I'm actually going to download it, and uh, and I'm actually going to send it to you because I I actually looked to see if I have it and and I don't actually have it because I guess I I guess I deleted it or something on on accident. I I never like to do that. I like to try and keep stuff if I can because you know just I see the thumbnail on YouTube. Well, uh, I'm gonna make it a little bit bigger for you. That way, I send it to you in a message. But I, I I doctored it up in uh in like in Photoshop a little bit, and I made it look like a video game, 
like from the from the Super Nintendo era. Yeah, it does. Yeah, doesn't that? Oh, that's awesome. Doesn't that not look like it would just be right out of a video game? Yeah, but that is a real. I actually thought it was. No, I was like, what the fuck is this? No, that is that is a real life picture just on Google. And you just pixelated the shit out of it. I I did a few things. I messed around with it. I, I just sat here, you know. And the thing is, is that I almost do that when I'm doing my editing. So like anytime that I'm doing uh when I uh, how I record the podcast, I record it right into uh, Streamlabs OBS. It records as a video MP4, and then I take that MP4, put it into VLC Media Player, and I just uh tra- you know convert it into an MP3, put the MP3 into Audacity. See, now it's been converted. It's been compressed a little bit. So uh, the actual audio between me and Mike sometimes gets a little smushed. And it's a little quiet. So I do a little doctoring in Audacity to make us louder and, and you know, run, run it through a compressor. And while that's kind of going through that and rendering that out, I think of a thumbnail. And if there's something I can think of, if it's something easy, I might go with something easy. But for this one, I'm like, I'm going to try and do this. And I went on Google, and I, and I just typed in, like... Uh, like uh United States Congress US Congress as I type and nothing gets typed <laughs> wasting time 101 with Brando uh of course <laughs> dude I found the picture wow you're pretty good if you wouldn't have found it, I don't think I would have said you were pretty bad, though. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I've just been like, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's a painting. Wow. But yeah, I, I I just messed around with a few pictures, found one that found one found one that looked good, and it, it does, dude. Wait, no, that's not a painting. I don't know. It, it it almost looked like a damn painting to me. It's fooling even you. And then you fooled me because I thought it was from a video game. I'm like, holy shit, where did you get this Congress picture, dog? Yeah, because it's just it's it's from uh 2017. Actually, let me let me not be a liar for a second. Let me just tell you let me just tell you what I really thought at first. I was like, damn bro, this is fucking blurry, dog. What the fuck? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's it's I see, I see what's going on. It's not blurry. <laughs> it's supposed to look like a video game. My bad. <laughs> it's my thought process. Sorry. Whoa, bro. What like what are you doing with that one? That one missed the mark with that one. Oh, wait. <laughs> I get it. No, I missed the mark with that one. Yeah, dude. Uh, I've made some some pretty you know some pretty cool ones in the past, some pretty cool and like, and creative ones. Uh, other ones sometimes there's nothing that I could find for it. Like there was an episode I could not find a damn thing for this, and maybe oh there's that cicada again. It's some cicada, bro. Uh. The world's biggest fucking cicada. I tried to find a cicada killer, but that's not right. <laughs> so there's an episode, and now now that I'm thinking about it, if I would have maybe have found a way to doctor up a uh, Call of Duty screen where it says "You've been killed by," uh, <laughs> because the episode is 132. You've been killed by XXX Google 420 XXX. Oh my god. Um, 
but I didn't come up with, oh my with anything for that. Well, I mean, but I, I, I can always go back and retroactively put that up too. Um, yeah, you're right. This one I did. It was for it was for E3 Part One, where okay. where I took um, I took the Pokemon uh, trainer from the new Pokemon game, and I photoshopped a lightsaber into his hand, <laughs> and then I replaced the Pokeballs on his hips with the Microsoft symbol or the Xbox symbol, the EA symbol, and the Google Stadia symbol. <laughs> Because that's what I love it. Because that's all we talk about in that one was Pokemon, the Star Wars thing, you know, Google Stadia, and yeah, dude, I have a lot of fun being creative with some of them, you know. Uh, there was that one. There was uh, oh, <laughs> crossing the streams. That's one of my favorites. This one was not literally not anybody could have done this. Okay, anybody with any like all you have to do is put logos on shit. But I took the picture. I'm like crossing the streams because we're talking about how. Sony and Microsoft were teaming up for cross platform, right? Well, not just cross platform. No, they were they're actually sharing their uh, their their uh, their technology. Um, really, Microsoft was sharing their uh, was sharing their uh, uh, do, 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 like streaming technology uh, with Sony or whatever, and then Sony was going to give back by giving them something. And the picture that I found, I'm like, what am I going to do for crossing the streams? And then I instantly thought of Ghostbusters. Fuck yeah, of course. That was the first thing I thought of. And so I got the I got a, a really crappy screenshot of Ghostbusters of them crossing the streams. Because you ne- said crossing the streams was bad. <laughs> so yeah, Nintendo and Xbox are working together because they started doing the cross plat. PlayStation had not yet got there yet. They are now, by the way. But so wow. I, I I put the PlayStation logo on Egon's face, the Nintendo logo on Ray's face, the Xbox logo on Winston's face and Bill Murray is still there just being Bill Murray. (laughs) (laughs) It's just Bill Murray. He's just being Bill Murray. Not in a hurry, Bill Murray. Dude, I I, I was like, what am I going to do with Bill Murray? And I'm like, absolutely nothing. Man. (laughs) No, I really do enjoy those thumbnails that you make for that show, man. They are captured. They do cat like capture the eye when you see them on youtube for sure i um, I, I try to i try to get something that is going to try and catch the eye or make somebody click uh, last year episode 102 uh, there's the episode where we talked about uh uh blizzard con or BlizzCon, whatever it was and they yeah they had that big diablo mobile game right mm-hmm. and, it, and it was called diablo immortal and so i took the screenshot from diablo immortal crossed out all I did was just go in and get my like little like like drawing pencil and sc- scratch out immortal enough to where you could still see it and wrote immobile. <laughs> <laughs> that was what you called the episode? Diablo immobile, yeah. That's fucking hilarious. See, and that's another thing. You have to be creative. Oh shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> you go ahead. I'll tell you what I've done. Oh, I forgot what I, I was made just going to say. You have to be creative when you think about what you're going to call your episode to the podcast. Absolutely. Just even naming the podcast has creativity in, involved. I don't think you can be a walking human fucking flesh bag <laughs> and not create somehow. Oh, dude. I mean, uh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So we talked about on episode 99, uh, was it a Red Dead had, it was either about to come out or had come out or whatever. 
and the I think it was coming out, and they were talking about how man Rockstar worked their guys to the bone. They had 100 hour work weeks. So the episode title is called 100 Hour Work Week, and the thumbnail is Forrest Gump. And instead of the, I, I put the Rockstar logo on his hat, and it's after he gets done running, and he's got the big beard and long hair, and he's just going. <laughs> <laughs> and and the thumbnail I put in the same text as I had the episode title name. I'm pretty tired. <laughs> Thank God, go home now. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, you know, an- another way that I've been creative. Uh, I made that intro for our podcast for for the Game Addicts podcast. I made that. Um, <clears throat> Dude, that video is dope as shit. I that took me. It wasn't terribly long because I had a, a, a. Originally, we wanted to try and outsource and do something with like an animated intro. Uh, I remember you telling me about you that. Know, yeah, uh, you had talked about it, and it, it was just going to cost too much money and take too much time. So, I, so I came up with this idea uh, where you have uh, where me and him took turns sitting in front of a camera, just with a controller playing a game, right? And then uh, overlaced over that was going to be like essentially the game that we would be playing or whatever. It's almost like it, it, it's almost like you can't quite, you can see the game and, but you can see us. And it's almost like you took the, you took the image and you like, uh, if, if, if I'm guessing based on my Photoshop skills, you took your, whatever video you were using, flipped it and then changed the opacity. I didn't even flip it. Um, Oh, uh, and in, in the editor, I just, um, changed the opacity and, and, and I put it over, because in the video editor, based on the tracks, if you put the video on top of the the, the original track, it'll it'll put over it. And if you turn the opacity down, then you'll see what's behind it. And uh, so I did it that way. And then I just had to figure out what games we, that were going to be for each one. I let him pick a couple. I picked a couple. And then I actually had to go through and capture uh, the gameplay myself. And so each one of those games that's being played, I'm playing them. And that's amazing. And then I had to like I I didn't want them to all just be like the very beginning of each game, so I had to try and <laughs> find uh, like I think the only, uh, some of the ones I think um, Super Metroid is the one game I didn't have I like I couldn't have a way to capture it other than to emulate it, so that one is like one of the earliest like mini boss fights or something. So that was like the only one I couldn't do it with. The other ones I actually hooked up old consoles and hooked up with old save files, uh, so. Like the FF, nice. like the FF seven one that is from a save file from back when I was a kid. Uh, Fucking, that's super cool. And it was just, you know, I have it. On, I I remember I had that memory card, uh, and I ported it over to my PS three, right? Because you could do that with the little PS three conversion box yes, that you can you buy. Could. And so I I still had that save on there. So I just loaded it up and I'm like, all right, where am I? And then last dungeon, all right. So let's figure this out. I had the limit breaks already set to go. So I just got into a battle and I had Cloud use Meteor Rain because that's what I had. And that's just what I used. And then for The Last of Us, uh, I had a save file from like the third time that I played the game. I, I accidentally made a second save file. You know how you do that sometimes? Yeah. And I, I, that was just at a certain point in the game. So I just loaded that up and I tried to find like the right thing or, or whatever. And it, it just, I, I recorded for like, maybe a couple of minutes or five minutes and literally it's only it's only in the video for like 10 seconds or whatever so each one of those i had to like capture it for so long to figure out what i wanted to use it for yeah or where would look best with what you were trying to do right now see i actually haven't played too much 
too far into uh, Breath of the Wild on the Switch because I played more of it on the Wii U when that like when it came out. So I loaded Same. up. So I loaded it up on the Wii U, and it was just a, a, a save file at, at some point because I think I had two, and because I started over at some point. So I think I chose the one that where I started over, and so it was a bit earlier on. Uh, but still further on than whether you're just on like the first opening area. Because I didn't want that for any of them. Same with Mass Effect. Mass Effect, I'd use Mass Effect 2, and the only thing that I could do <laughs> was the last DLC. <laughs> so it's Aww. it's literally the last DLC. That, but, I mean, it is what it is. It worked. But, yeah, I, I pieced it together. Um, you know, the music was uh, provided by, like, a, by a good friend of ours from out there in the Pacific Northwest, Colby Dude. I, Colby dude. I, I asked him like uh, sometime before that if I could use that for the new intro because I was thinking of getting away from doing the older style intro that I was doing and just I wanted something with more punch. And uh, my choices were that song or I, I actually want to see if he will record one for me because I want to do a different song eventually because I love this. Okay. I love this song now. I yeah. absolutely love it. And I think it fits and it just I want the. I want the peppiness. I want the, man, all right, we're going to do this fucking show. You know, that's why every time you start, it's like, what's up? You know, you're always like right there into it. You're ready to go. And, uh, you know, like, the, so the song is almost like when I play it for the live stream, it's almost kind of like a pump up, you know? Fuck yeah. Yeah, you know, so that way you're not like, hey guys, another podcast here today, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just the podcast. Oh, here's a cool uh, thumbnail that I made. 95. How about timeout? How about a helicopter? You got a, a helicopter of our existence. You got a helichopper? A heli chopper of our existence. So, uh, here's one. Episode 95 of the Game Addicts podcast was Spider Man spect Spectacular Spoiler Cast. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, this is a picture that I took in the game and saved to my console. Then I had to get it off of my console with a USB drive, take it to my computer, copy it to the computer to make this thumbnail. Damn. And it's a picture of Spider-Man taking a selfie in the Octo armor, right? Nice. Outside of the Avengers building. Ooh. And it's just him doing like a little like, you know, like the selfie pose. So I thought that was kind of cool. This is me being a super nerd and just going to your fucking YouTube to actually see that. That was Game Addicts 95? Yeah. Okay. Oh, hold on. I probably need to put podcast. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I know. I'm slow. Sorry. Oh, I love it. I love that picture that you used for that. That's awesome. Yep, and as I said, I just took it in the game and just did things to get it off of there. You know, some of them are like some of them are like blank white screens or black screens where I just take PNGs and make something out of it. Yeah, like there was a there was another one that I did where it was like Trump versus video games. Oh boy, I wonder what that was. What what did you? Hey, that's my face. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're in a couple of these episodes. Fuck yeah, spread it. <laughs> Did you say spread it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spread the episode around, you know? Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm like, what are we spreading here? 
<laughs> so, uh. so this was another. Uh, yeah, the Trump versus video games. I and I, 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 I took a thumbnail from the video. So this is before we started live streaming. This is episode seventy, and what okay. we. Um, uh, so I, I did the whole camera setup where I had the camera, I had the uh, the interface, and I lined out the interface to the camera. So the camera got the audio from our microphones, and then I recorded it. Then I had to uh, put all the pieces together, put them in a video editor, upload it with our intro, which was just, you know, the old intro. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I did is I, I, there was an 8-bit version of, or a 16-bit version of, 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 of Trump doing one of his little, like, weird faces. Motions. And it, it's funny because they gave him a small hand. And <laughs> and I Funny hand. and I put like a, a Google Images like one of the first things you find versus video games and it has like Super Mario, Laura Croft, Solid Snake, and Link, and then and the background is me hitting my head against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what episode number is that? Seventy. Seventy. Okay. Oh yeah, that was a. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's been a minute. I dig it. Holy shit. That's awesome. Yeah, man, I love the creativity behind the thumbnails. You 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 know, I like that for some of them you use pictures of you and Mike or you and me or whoever was on the show and other mm-hmm. times like when you do certain retrospectives of the uh like the consoles, I think for your PS2 one, didn't you have like two the two different PS2 versions next to each other or some something like that? Yeah, uh, and and then there's for the original PlayStation, I just took a picture with my phone or you know, I've done stuff like that. Uh, where I take a picture uh, and just use that. But, uh, yeah, the very first thumbnail I made, I believe, was for episode 13. <laughs> it's not very good. And it's uh, called Game Addicts Portable. It was the first sort of retrospective we did that wasn't a retrospective yet. And all I did was take our logo logo, and make and like move it around in an angle to make it look like it's actually on the PSP screen. That's awesome. <laughs> it's just, it, it, it just like very basic. But yeah, man, uh, everybody has the ability to be creative. And well, know, I mean, I would certainly hope so. Well, and, and, and even as you said, even like naming, like like naming some of these things, you know, like it, it's, you know, it, some of them become easy, you know, some of them don't. Uh, sometimes the you know like what we used to do for JIC, like sometimes some random shit that we said was the freaking name of the show, you know? Lucky McCharman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some it, you see when I go live, I have to give it a name to go live. So sometimes I preemptively if if I already know what we're going to talk about, I come up with an idea before we even start. And sometimes that name sticks and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I feel that, man. Sometimes you can I've done that before where the girls and I will be cooking something like, uh, well, I can't say that one because it'll sound not how it should. So I'm just going to say there have been several times where we've come up with podcast names for like, uh, episodes of foodies and shit, just being in the kitchen and just making shit. And it's just like, Oh, that, that's a funny ass title. We're just going to use it. Don't forget that one. Write that down. You know, mm-hmm. um, man, that's another thing. We both are creative in the kitchen. Yep. Talk about creativity there, bro, because I love cooking. You love cooking. You're good at cooking. I'm okay. 
Well, I mean, I really appreciate that. I, you know what? And everything that I've had of yours has been fucking good, dude. Um, Thanks. Like so, so like those. So don't sell, like sell yourself short at all. And you know, trust me. Every single time that I cook something, that, and even when it's just for me and my wife, sometimes I stress way out, out way too much. If it's something I'm trying for the first time, or if it's something that's not going exactly right, uh, and that's something that I I don't know why I stress out about it so much. I really don't. Uh, you know, like it's that, you know, like there are some meats like a steak. It, it's hard to mess up a steak because if it's if it's a little underdone, guess what? You can throw it back on, or put it in the oven, fucker. Or put it in the oven, like exactly. You can finish it off, but it like you don't want to underdo a, like a piece of chicken. <laughs> You'll give someone the shits, <laughs> <laughs> or you know, in this case, like any wine, right? Oh, well, no, that'll just give you the not shits. This is the not shits. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so did you ever um, like hang out with Jason enough to, to hang out with him enough to where he eats? Like back in the day. I mean, this is way back when. This is like 2004. You mean like when we used to go to Panda Express and he would order two or three full entrees for one human person to himself? Well, there's that. well there's that yeah i remember okay so there was i remember there's a here so here's a story and yeah do it and and let me just preface this by saying this was almost brando's version of the blaining (laughs) oh no (laughs) anybody that knows that the brandoing and uh this was when we were in the band Okay. And we were going to spend the night at Jason's. Sure. And but and it was the night of the first band practice. So this story is going to be retold on on the band episode at some point. I decided I was deciding whether or not to tell it earlier and I'm and I'm just going to tell it now. Sure, do it, please. So, yeah, yeah because I mean, I'm not too sure how much more we can go, maybe another 10 minutes or so. But uh so check this out. You had to work. I remember Fucking McDonald's. Okay, McDonald's. Dirty bastards. So, <laughs> we had gone to your house to do the band stuff, which literally was just us standing there. <laughs> Me with my... We kind of set up Mason's drums, right? Yeah. <clears throat> <coughs> and I had my shitty-ass Strat. I remember. The first act. That's the only I remember. Thing. The only thing I had. And me and him. Jason had, had that red guitar. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Mm-hmm. All right, so. Yes, because that's where he got the warlock, isn't it? Yep, he did a trade. All right, so. Me and him had to wait for you to get off work. And it was a while. Oh, yeah, it was. It was my whole fucking shift. So, to start it off, we went and got McDonald's. Bastards. And, But he went to the kitchen and made it. Yep, I remember. He worked there still. Yeah. So he walked right back in there. How you doing? He's sort of making our food. I was like, hey, bud. What are you up to? I think I was on drive that night, actually. And uh, we we got our McDonald's, went to the park, sat there. Ate our McDonald's. Okay, cool. I'm trying to get him into Megadeth at the time. It's not helping. It's not working. 
<laughs> this is right around the time the remasters are coming out. Uh, well, either that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hmm. Yeah, with Vic on the on the spines. Okay, this was in two thousand three, so this is before that. Because uh, that was oh four. Yeah, that was oh four. This is two thousand three. This is Halloween or something. Oh, so you were probably you were probably listening to World Needs a Hero. Yeah, that and Risk. I think Fuck what yes. I had. And so I was. I'm trying to get him into some of these songs. He's not biting, and he's not digging it. How do you not bite on disconnect, bro? Dude, disconnect. God damn it! Ugh, I just came. Ugh. So we sat in the park for a while. At some point, he gets hungry again. So we go to Subway. <laughs> I know the story. Keep going. All right. And we go to the cemetery to eat Subway. Weirdos. He, he liked I'm pretty sure it was Jason's idea, though, right? No, he liked going out there. And <laughs> there's another story. about He used to go chill out in the cemetery in Rankin. And he just sat out there, chilling, probably smoking cigarettes. And uh, what? What? He, I guess he had to pee, so he got out of his car by the bushes and started peeing. And it sounded like he was peeing on like on a sidewalk. And he he looked, and it was somebody's headstone. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Oh shit! I piss on your grave. I didn't mean to, though. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. So we I ate. Our... Accidentally pissed on your grave. We ate our subway. I hate it too. I, I didn't have to eat it, but but you ate all of it. But he but like but he was buying. He he bought like I'm pretty sure I paid him for the McDonald's or did that or is that or is that or he paid for everything. He probably just. He he might have just took the McDonald's, bro. Just <laughs> keeping it real. Just <laughs> keeping it fucking real. He probably did. Right he probably did. I don't know. So I don't know where we go, how we get there, but he gets hungry again, and we go eat Chinese food. Oh my god. <laughs> And I, I don't know what's going on because now we we run out of options because everything else is closed <laughs> other than more McDonald's. And we're sitting in his car waiting for you to get off work and I'm playing his Game Boy. He, he had like a, a Game Boy Advance SP and I was playing Mario or something. And the plan was for us to just go straight to Jason's house. But I don't know if I was going to be able to make it to Jason's house. <laughs> uh oh danger danger evacuate evacuate because uh i needed to shit something fierce <laughs> <laughs> and we get all the way we're on the drive back to rankin i am so fucking uncomfortable i'm sweating it out bro. i am sweating i am clinching like <laughs> 
Oh, you had bubble guts real bad. Hi, buddy. What are you doing? I'm doing a podcast with little Nate. Oh, I'm so glad. Oh, oh I'm it? so glad too. Oh. Hi. Hi, Wyatt. He can't oh, see me. I'm like uh, John Cena right now. You can't see me. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have. But his now you on. can. You camera. You just gotta talk. Touch legs. Can you, who, who is that? Hi. Are you? Can I see you now? Yeah, he's right there. Hi, Wyatt. Um, we we're just doing the podcast today. I know. I'm telling you, isn't it fun to do this podcast? Yeah. Thanks for appearing on the OGs. Yeah. Do you have a book room? Yeah, my comic book room. You know it. Yeah, Daddy has the game room. So does Old Mike has the game room. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. How are you today? I am trying to plant this and what is that? What is what? What? Swirl. What is what? That? The podcast. What podcast is that? Games Addicts Podcast. Hey, that's a great uh, promotion. Yeah, that is. Whose podcast is that? Is that Daddy's? Daddy's podcast. Yeah. And old Mike's. And old Mike's. Yep, Daddy and old Mike's. And what's that up there? Who is that back there? What's that? This is the webcam, but who's back there? Avenger Spider-Man. Avenger Spider-Man, who's that? Batman. Who's that? What's that? That is Zelda. See? Oh, wow. Nailed Zelda. Nice job. Do you like Zelda? That's a Metallica. No, it's oh my god, that's awesome. Metallica is my favorite. But who, well, what's this? That is. Do you know what that is? Do you remember? Guard. Oh, no. Mask? Mask. Is it Mass Effect? Mass Effect. Yeah. Mass Effect. So, what are you off today and trying to do? What is that? Draxus. This is this Draxus. is Draxus. Yeah, this is the name of <laughs> Daddy's little band. It's got cobwebs on it. I believe I just like the band actually. It's got cobwebs on it. I don't <laughs> You're being ridiculous. Oh, that's funny. Your dad's funny. Hey. So, are you about ready to go night night? I'm getting ready to go night night here soon. Yeah. Oh, well, good night, Wyatt. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah. Are you getting excited for baby brother? Yes! Soon. What's baby brother's name? Baby Owen. Awesome. Owie? No. Just Owen. Oh, not Owie? Just Owen. Okay, I feel you. Um, what's this? That is Daddy's Zoom. And how do you do with it? Uh, well, when it works, uh, I plug it into the computer and I use a microphone. But because we've been getting primed lately, where it makes Daddy's voice sound like this, I'm like Optimus Prime. So we call it getting primed. And uh, because of that, I have been avoiding using that if I cannot help it. And I use this one. This is called the Samson. Yeah, and what? And what are these? These, this is the, this is, these are computer monitors. 
computer monitors. Yeah. Yeah. And what's these? Okay, that is, uh, this is us. We are recording right now. And I'm, what are those numbers? Oh, well, that's how long we've been going. We've been talking for an hour and 22 minutes. 25 seconds. 25 mm -hmm. seconds. Try not to touch, okay? What is that? Well, Bubba, you keep just pointing generally. I don't know what everything. Yeah, that's old date. What's happening in there? He's. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? On the other side of that camera, we may never know what's happening in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's did, funny. You got did me, you kid. In your in your book room. What's up? You laid down, so he's like, "Are you laying in your book room?" Oh yeah, I I fell over because I was laughing so hard. Laughing so hard to it made me fall you. over. Yeah, because you made a funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a silly goose, what? Wyatt. Uh oh, <laughs> he took the things off my headphones. <laughs> oh my right, Bubba. god! Hey, they, they yeah they do. Hey Bubba, uh, Daddy's got to finish up the show. With uh with with old Nate and uh you need to go to uh to bed by now. You gotta go now night. Uh not yet. One more. Oh my goodness. What? Yeah. What are those? Well you took them off the headphones, uh, you big galoot. And listen to your parents, kid. They know uh, best. One more. No more. Good night, dude. One more. No. Come over yes! here. Yes! All right. No. Come yeah. over here. Give me a hug. Hang on. He's stuck. Okay. Keep your foot. There you go. Give me a hug. And we're stuck uh, on the podcast. Those are my games. You're stalling. Quit stalling. Oh, man. Kids are adorable, you guys. I'm seeing the most adorable thing right now. Brandon is hugging. And, and <laughs> yeah, it gives you a one-up. Good night, Kate. Bye, everybody. He's Batman. <sighs> Man, he's growing up so fast, dude. I know, man. He does this stuff. He he is too smart. He'll just start, what's this? What's that? What's this? What's that? It's like, why do you start doing that right before bed? Hmm, that's why. Because he doesn't want to go to bed. Yep, inquisitive. The more questions I ask, the less you're going to put me to bed because it's <laughs> cute. Until yep. it's fucking not. <laughs> exactly, because, yeah, uh, he, the reason why he's staying up a little bit later is because here lately he's been protesting bed. And calling, and he has to suddenly go to the bathroom again, and or he's got to do this or this. There was one night the other night he called, Mom, Mom, Mom. So she goes in there, What? And, she, and he says it. It's funny because he can <laughs> yell across the house, but the moment you ask him what he wants, he's like, <laughs> The whispering this motherfucker. And she goes, I can't hear you. What? And he, and he goes, Can you keep me company? <laughs> Aww. And it's like, no, go to bed. <laughs> no sleep. All right. So in my story, now that we've had the uh, the weekly Wyatt wrap up. Uh, that was like the glass shattering in Austin running to the <laughs> ring to deliver some stone cold. Stone cold. God damn it. Get down. Get some cheeseburgers. <laughs> well, I did eat cheeseburgers and Subway and Chinese food. And <laughs> I was sitting, and Jason, you were in the back seat, and I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> the misery look on your face is amazing. <laughs> and and it, it, we're blaring music, and I'm just like, we get, we get to my house. You're getting goosebumps up your arms and shit. Dude, 
I hop out of that car and I have to go through the garage where I have to enter a code. So I'm like, I'm like, and it's like, I have to sit there and wait and you guys are backing out and I am, I am, I am clinching. It is like, and I make it to the back door and I, and I go, oh, because <laughs> now I got to go up steps. <laughs> oh, oh no and i make it i'm running now and literally as soon as i get to the toilet i don't unbuckle i don't do anything i just rip them down <laughs> and my cheeks have not even touched the seat and it's just like <laughs> max x mass ah, exodus ah. <laughs> and it's got to be your tub girl all over oh, again. No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. 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 You I, guys you are have, some gross fucks. You have no idea how close I came <laughs> to messing up in my own britches. <laughs> or worse, if it, if I hadn't had the arc down as I was going down, it would have sprayed on the way down. <laughs> All over everywhere. Oh man! It I just like, you know, uh, for what felt like an eternity, um, my asshole sprayed into this bowl of ceramic goodness. Ceramic. <laughs> and. I've never in my life, <coughs> I've had a few shits in my life that have like reminded me of that night, but never have come close to it because there, okay. So there's a thing and, and this is a, I remember me and Matt Milliken, a, an old buddy of mine, uh, me and him talked about this. If you just sit there and you mouth the word poop, okay, your mouth makes the same motion as your butthole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, without saying it out loud, uh, with your you know mouth, say explosive diarrhea. <laughs> That's how you, your asshole does the same thing. Like, killed me so needless to say i clean myself up <laughs> take my shower arrive at jason's no sell the whole fucking thing <laughs> nice what's up guys how you doing <laughs> everything's uh, back to normal yeah went home took a look took a quick shower <clears throat> i feel like a new man refreshed <laughs> You didn't tell us the woes that were really happening. That's like the worst. You will we'll leave a gig or something, and we've got like a four-hour drive home, and like two hours and six minutes in, all of a sudden I get the gurgle guts, and I've got the fucking, you know, the cold sweats happening, the fucking hair <laughs> on my arms is raised up, and you're like, oh my God, it's about to happen. We're going to have an accident. And then everything's okay for a little bit, and you're like, oh, good, fuck, I got past it. Everything's cool, guys. No worries. Like an hour goes by, you're almost home. 
it seems like you're 12 minutes away from your house and all of a sudden your body's like, it's time to shit. (laughs) And then you have to do a different thing, which is control your body to be like, not right now. We're waiting for this. Wait. What's funny is how you can have these motions kind of pass. And it's funny because it's always like, you always feel better, right? Yeah, and relieved. Then, yeah, so like when when those happened to me, uh, like I, Kate's actually gotten kind of mad at me once because I she got a little offended because I made a joke. She goes, "Do you still have to go?" I'm like, "No, no, no." Uh, the uh, the contractions passed. Oh, <laughs> and she knows what that feels like. She goes, "That's not a fucking contraction." I'm like. To me, it is. He <laughs> <laughs> could have been. I contracted all over this car. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm sweating. I'm breathing heavy. I'm going. <laughs> See, for me, the girls know it's bad when I'm like. <laughs> like. <laughs> like you just chewed a piece of five gum or something. <laughs> yeah. Which is what my asshole's gonna do when I reach the toilet. (laughs) 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 You just sit down and goes. Oh. <laughs> oh man, I don't think we can top that or go out on anything higher uh, than that, bro. Oh nope. shit. Nope, nope. I hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, this episode about being creative and some of the cool ideas we've come up with and reminiscing that broke down into you know shit in our pants. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how we got there, but we got there. Damn it. Uh. Oh man, dude, that was hard. That was hardcore. Uh. Oh man, actually, I do have a funny little mini story that we can leave out on. It'll take like thirty seconds or so. A couple months ago, I don't know, whatever. It was super early in the morning, and I had to go to the bathroom. So I go and I like go to do my business, and sit down, and whatnot. And I'm just like half in and half out of it. I'm not even using my phone. My eyes are barely open, you know. And I get done, and I'm getting ready to stand up. And I look, and I'm like, oh, my God, my fucking toilet has cracked. And there's water everywhere. And I'm like, oh, fuck me. This is about to be a mess, you know. Finish wiping and whatnot, and I I go to stand up, and I'm like, I look. Toilet's not cracked. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? So then I like start examining me because I'm not sure what has happened. And apparently my dick didn't make it in the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) And neither did the piss. He just all over the floor. I was so asleep, dude. I had no idea. I was just like out of it, man. Not even alive. (laughs) 
Why is there a puddle of water? No, it's your piss, dumbass. Okay. I think that's it, man. We got to wrap it now, yeah? Yeah. uh, I had an instance where I was going. I, 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 I took a piss. It, uh, I'm sitting there and 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 I go and I, I get done and I'm like I'm like you know zipping myself up and the cat goes to run in and jump on the toilet and goes right in, <laughs> boom! <laughs> like oh no, <laughs> busy cat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had to like give him a bath. And what's funny is that, like, they just sat there, like, and go, wow, wow. Because he was like, he knew he needed Mom. to be cleaned up because he was well, covered in They hate piss. it. Our, you were... <laughs> our oldest, our, our fattest cat, Luna, she goes, she never really mouths, but she has the most deep ass, like, she has more balls Mom. than anybody. <laughs> like, he jumped, Damn. Right, he jumped right into my bowl of piss, dude. That might need to be the episode title, Jesus. There's so well, many good ones. Because just, just imagine, he just boom, and then he freaks out like, oh, God, I got to get out of here. He's making a mess every, everywhere. Oh. <laughs> Just typing that down was amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck, guys. I think this has been a spectacular seventh episode of the OGs, Brando. Absolutely, dude. I can't wait to do the next one. Just spoiler alert. We're actually going to do a full Metallica podcast on the next episode. For this year's last episode of the show for now, uh, we are going to go see Metallica SNM 2 in theaters. Which would be the second thing, Metallica thing that we've seen in theaters together, uh, and the second thing this year we've done Metallica related together. Exactly, and uh, so like we've talked about doing a full Metallica podcast ever since I think the first metal cast that we did together, Metal Cast Two or something like that. Yeah, like, episode fifty two or something like that, it, like way back in the day. Uh, of Crowdfunded the edition. Crowdfunded it, yeah, yeah, <coughs> with producer Bob Sock. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do remember. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we talked like, dude, we should do a whole podcast about Metallica. And we just never did it. So we're finally going to do it on the episode eight of the OGs. It's perfect. It'll be easy peasy. We can tell a bunch of stories, a lot of cool Metallica related stories that relate to us. Maybe some band stuff. Also stuff that, uh, you know, that we got to experience together, like the theaters, like the concert. And, you know, let's go through and dive deep into Metallica and our favorite Metallica stuff. Fuck yeah, man. I cannot wait to do that. Lucky for us, we're going to get to see the S&M 2 concert. Lucky they got to record that before James went into rehab, which is fucking crazy. We'll be talking about that, I'm sure. So, yeah. I, like I said, I don't really know if I have anything else this week. I'm all laughed out. My throat is, like, raw from laughing. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, dude, it's been a great, fun episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Of course, you can find us all across the interwebs. You can check out Journey to Comics Network on all of the podcasting platforms. Go on your favorite one. It's there. Just search Journey to Comics. It shows up. We're every other Friday here. Uh, until the next episode, which will be the last one for the year, uh, I'm only guaranteeing eight. Just eight. Eight and skate. That's all I'm doing. Uh, so uh, <laughs> after that, Nate's got to figure out something else. 
<laughs> oh, I've already got what's coming. We are, we're going to be debuting a new show. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, and exclusively a Linder show. Dave oh. Linder. Know what you're it's, talking about. Yeah. It's definitely a cool idea. That's awesome that that's coming up down the pipeline. <laughs> so like the next time you hear this show, it may not be on the same day. It may get moved. And it, you know, hopefully will be uh, more dedicated, like, and, and like in the long term. Because I, I, the one reason why I'm only given eight is because I don't want to not be committed to doing something with Nate. Because I love doing this show. I love doing this show with Nate. I love laughing because that's the best fucking thing. You know, that's why, that's why this show is what it is because we can so easily tell stories to make each other fucking laugh and lose it. And that's like, (laughs) yeah, that's like the best therapy because, you know, sometimes, you know, when you do a podcast, whether, you know, whether it's my show, Game Addicts, whether it's Journey to Comics, when you're talking about new stuff and nerd stuff, you know, it's stuff we love, but sometimes it's kind of a chore uh, to sit there and just kind of, like, I hate to say that. And I never want to say that I'm, that I phone it in. I've never have. But sometimes you're like, all right, I've got to do this show, you know, and then, yeah, then you do it. But then it, it, but for this show, it's always like, I know I'm going to laugh at some point. And that's like, this is going to wind up on us getting the giggles and we're going to get, you know, it's going to loosen up. And I like that. I love that feeling. Fuck yeah, me too, brother. And I can't wait for the next one. Like I said, we got big plans, man. But uh, let's go ahead, man. You want to take us home? Yeah, guys, as I said, you can check out the Journey to Comics Network all across the podcast places. You can check them out on all the socials, on Facebook, on the Instagrams, on the Twitters. You can check them out at Journey to Comics Network. I think GIC Network on Twitter, is that what it is? Yeah, GIC okay, yeah. Network on Twitter. Yep, yeah. of course, you get a new show every single day. Uh, it, it is a uh, – I had this at one point. I had this at one point because I didn't say I, – I, I, I didn't start the podcast as usual as powered by the Journey to Comics Network today. Um, uh, it is a you know the Journey to Comics Network is a cavalcade of eclectic podcasts that goes directly to your ear holes, and uh, it's a whole bunch of different stuff, dude. It's stuff for everybody. Go check it out. Fuck yeah, man! Thanks for that endorsement. Make sure to check out the Game Addicts podcast on all their different streamings and all their platforms and everywhere you can find Game Addicts podcasts. Pretty easy. Just go on Google. Search Game Addicts Podcast. You get them there. You get them on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio. You guys know the drill. Just search them. Subscribe to them. Give them love and comments and likes and reshares. And then tell them what your favorite game is and tell them why you hate a different game. I don't know. That's just commentary. But that's what you guys need to do. I can't sell you as well as you sold me. I'm sorry. Did my best. It's cool, man. It's cool. But anyway, until episode eight, until the Metallicast, I've been Brando. I've been Nate. And we've been the OGs. Yeah, yeah.